0: Biden says Netanyahu must change. Israel is losing global support. As the war in Gaza has the world's attention, the House just got President Biden's attention with a vote of 221 to 212 for the impeachment inquiry. Political analyst Trevor Lawton is here on the top stories including the Supreme Court taking up Jack Smith's request on Donald Trump. And as America's universities come under fire for anti-Semitism support and protest, Pastor Jeff Grippen will explain, let's stop sending our children to propaganda machines for the left. And then Judge Norman K. Moon warned Dr. Robert Malone that his lawsuit against the Breggins might be deemed frivolous if he continues on this path. Well, the judge rendered his decision this week. Dr. Peter Breggan is here with all the details. It's all next on Viewpoint this Sunday. It is time to put away the bias, the lies and deceit and bring forth real talk from real people about real news providing the out loud truth and capturing the essence of a new generation all in a fast-paced hour. This is Viewpoint This Sunday. Welcome to the weekend news magazine, Viewpoint This Sunday. It is indeed Malcolm Out Loud here and This will be our uh, actually last broadcast for viewpoint of uh, 2023 as we get ready for a new year. And next weekend, we'll be playing the Christmas classics. Uh, So we do join in there with uh, some uh, holiday relief. I think a lot of people are looking for that respite Uh, and a lot of changes coming up on the platform. We'll tell you a little bit about after. Let me get started now with the top news. And uh, joining me on the broadcast is Trevor Loudon is here. He's uh, Trevor's an analyst and a wonderful author, speaker, filmmaker a political commentator analyst and really I one of the folks I say is a thinker a big thinker and that surely you need that today to fight these battles here uh Trevor uh, well first of all let me just say here merry christmas happy hanukkah happy holidays and good to have you my brother
1: oh I good to have you Malcolm and I wish you the best for the season and all of your listeners um you a great platform and uh we're all going to have a good Christmas to get ready for a very big twenty twenty four. Yeah, it's going to be a big news year, you know that twenty twenty
0: four, brother. Absolutely, big big news year. Yeah, a lot of things are going to happen and develop. I can feel it. I can I can feel the chill in the air. So we got a lot to do. All right. Let's uh, we've got uh, multiple stories to jump in. I want to start right in the center of the Middle East. And let me just read you these uh, four comments uh, from four media publications. And that'll uh, get the conversation going here. Uh, CNN says a riff uh, between Biden and Netanyahu spill into public view. The Associated Press says Biden takes a tougher stance on Israel's indiscriminate bombing of Gaza. Wow. Reuters says Biden says Netanyahu must change. Israel losing global support. And the Wall Street Journal says in in remarks, Biden and Netanyahu spar over Gaza's future. OK, that kind of sums up a whole lot right there, Trevor. What's behind all this? It looks like there's public statements and then statements in back rooms and alleys here.
1: What do you gather? Well, look, the, the the Biden administration is, next to Hamas, I'd say the Biden administration is Israel's worst enemy. Hmm. Um, they have been out there trying to sabotage Netanyahu for hmm. years because he is a, he's a conservative, he's a very nationalistic, he's, he's Israel's strongest leader for a very long time. And so for the last uh, year the Biden administration has been funding Netanyahu's opposition because they want a left-wing government in Israel, mm-hmm. which will give them a two-state solution, which is the, which would be the suicide of Israel. And so Biden is basically can't come out and say, we hate you, we want to destroy you. Um, he has to pretend because, he, you know, there's a large uh, Jewish constituency, for instance, yeah. for the Democratic Party. Um, He can't come out and say it, but the Biden administration is militantly anti-Israel. So they're going to do everything they can to sabotage Netanyahu, everything they can to um, get Hamas off the hook. You know, Biden comes out and says, we support Israel. We stand with Israel but we're just going to give X billion dollars to your mate, your sworn enemy, Iran. And by the way, we want to give $100 million to Hamas, well no, to aid in Gaza, which will go straight to Hamas. Um, you know, there's it, just been a big scandal, which we yeah. should hear a lot more about, of a major Iranian influence operation hmm. operating through the Department of Defense and the Biden administration. Yeah, the yeah. Biden administration is on the side of Iran. They can't come out and publicly say so, but they will sabotage and handicap Netanyahu every yeah. single chance they get. Uh, Trevor, it. you know, you hit on one of
0: the big nerve points there, I have to tell you. And I, I think people need to really, truly understand this. And I, I talk about this a fair amount to listeners. So you just hit the nerve here. And that is that this is what folks need to understand. Americans need to understand. I mean, this is how screwed up this is. Our government, we fund every piece of the war. We fund the pro, the con, the middle, the side, the backwards, the frontwards. Yep. We fund the whole damn uh, American taxpayer money. I mean, what happened to the good guys and the bad guys? But we fund the whole damn operation. Then we then we
1: lay back and let them at it. What I mean, I mean, do people really understand the insanity behind this, Trevor? Well, this is a double game. The Biden administration, you know, had people... Biden employed Robert Malley, you know, to run Iran policy. Robert Malley is the son of Simon Malley, the founder of the Egyptian Communist Party, a major Palestine liberation organisation supporter. The Biden State Department is pro-Iran. It is anti-Israel. So, yes... There is a big constituency for Israel in the United States, more more on the Repo- uh, partly on the Democrat side, partly on the Republican side, and that constituency has to be mollified. Right. But it make no bones about this: the Biden administration is completely anti-Israel right, and completely right. pro Well, I'm glad you made it's those not, comments. This, this, just... is, this is not look. This is not stupidity. This is not yeah. or whatever. This is malice. This is a malicious campaign it's intentional. against Israel, yeah, yeah, especially against Netanyahu, who stands right. up.
0: No, you the made Netanyahu the great government. point on that. No question about it. But listen, um, Biden still is in a very precarious position. He has uh, really inflaming his uh, far left lunatics, uh, the radicals, or and the Palestinian, the Hamas terrorist lovers. Um, he, they have. In fact, the Muslims in America and those groups have come out and they've been making some. I don't think a lot of people really even following this, but they're making a lot of statements uh that they're, which I think is hysterical. We're not going to vote for Biden. We're where we're getting re- Well, who the hell are they going to vote for them? What do they think they're going to do? Because that's a perfect scenario. <laughs> there, I mean, i it's like they're doing us harm or something when they say that. I mean, what? I mean, perfect. We,
1: we love it. We love it. Yeah. Well, it gives Biden left cover. But look, look. Biden is, the radicals and Biden are on the same page here. Yeah. They will say these things to give cover for the, you know, so, so yeah, Biden looks go. a little bit more moderate. Yeah. But that, that's all. You know they—they okay. they This is the most well, anti-Israel government we've yeah. ever seen. Well, in in, 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 to your point right
0: there, it, it, Trevor. To your point, this is a—and we've said consistently throughout this process. This is a war of information. That's what this is, which is really you—you you hit it perfectly there. So it's, it's a total war of information. It's a lot of bad information. Um, Jake uh, Sullivan, the uh, national security doofus—I mean advisor, advisor—it <laughs> um, says that. Uh, uh, the <laughs> you know that uh, he, he well actually he's pushing back he, israel will be at war with Hamas until absolute victory is what netanyahu's he tells sullivan that and of course sullivan uh it pushes back and he says we had very constructive talks with netanyahu we know what that means and the war would transition to a new phase focused on precise targeting they have been doing precise targeting out there there's no indiscriminate bombing going on i mean those words are ridiculous on their face israel is one of the most uh uh specific targeted i mean they send out memos, invitations, and postcards to tell people they're coming in. I mean, you, never, you don't see this in war, uh, Trevor. It's, it's
1: most unique, you know? Huh? You know? Yeah, yeah. What, what Sullivan, et cetera, doing is feeding into the propaganda narrative that is, Israel is just indiscriminately flattening everything it possibly can. <laughs> you know? And, but, and this, this is a subtle form of, of anti-Israel propaganda. Yeah. You know, Israel's got the whole world watching. They know that everything they do, every civilian that dies will be on the front pages across the world. They're doing everything they can to minimize casualties, but they are going to go after Hamas. They're not going to stop Hamas. That's right. Well, October 7th did that, didn't it? Uh, yeah. and what what you know what else can they do that's right exactly they exactly. can't tolerate what happened here
0: no and the problem is hamas is only one one arm of this octopus i mean you've got a whole lot more arms out there obviously they're fighting but
1: yeah, but you you've got his you got hezbollah yeah. you got iran the Russia, houthis China, that are bombing everything and the, down there and i mean the my God. and the Biden administration yeah yeah that's
0: it they're all the terrorists you just that's, lined them up perfectly the so all right. Yeah. Speaking of the Biden administration, let's bring it back home a little bit here, and uh, under fire for sure. Uh, so there is now. Uh, now this is rich. This, this 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 next piece here is just gonna. I mean, like I'm gonna roll over on the floor and just uh, really. I this is so rich. This next segment. I'm, this. First of all, the, the chamber voted 221 to 212 uh, to approve the probe, so it now becomes an official probe, uh, and examining uh, his family and himself and all of the stuff that's happened, and it, it is uh, pr- pretty out there. Uh, now, at the same time, uh, we see this dual story of Hunter Biden flipping off Congress and uh, we'll see what happens there. We'll get your opinion on that, whether they uh, hold him accountable. They certainly have a lot of other people. But here's the richness of the impeachment, Trevor, that you just can't make this stuff up. So we, so here's some couple of comments here. The first one here, Representative Jim McGovern out of Massachusetts uh, scolded Republican co- colleagues uh, saying this, and I quote, Abusing and weaponizing the impeachment process itself. He called the effort a national disgrace, claiming far right MAGA. Extremists that are in charge of this thing. Just shame on them! And then Congressman Jamie Raskin, out of Maryland, there, and he says he he claims everyone was making fun of what he called the Seinfeld impeachment. He's calling it uh, an impeachment hearing about nothing. Apparently, two days before the government is about to shut down, he says. He then sums this up, Trevor. He says, "You don't impeach a president based on uh, h- hypotheticals and uh, obsolete conspiracy theories." Now, let me just say, oh, yeah, let me just say you cannot make this stuff, My fellow Americans, let me tell you, what did they do for four years against Donald Trump? My golly. I mean, these people have the audacity and the nerve to even come close to these comments. They did exactly that through the Trump. There was never anything. They made shit up. And threw it out there, Trevor. They just made stuff up and then tricked the yeah. FISA court and did the whole parade and had them peeing on uh, 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 prostitutes in Moscow and the most outlandish stories they did. And that was perfectly legit, Trevor. But now this impeachment with this guy, who got his fingers in the cookie jars all over the world. Uh, this is not fair. Can you believe these comments and the richness of them?
1: Well, well I, I can, and this illustrates the point we're de- dealing with here. You just named Jamie Raskin and Jim McGovern. Jamie Raskin is associated with the Institute for Policy Studies, which was basically a KGB front. His father set it up. Jim McGovern has extensive ties to Latin American communists. He's a Marxist. of extensive ties to Cuba. So, so you've got the two most extreme left-wing congressmen um, just – you know this is but this is what the left does you accuse your enemies of what you've done yourself you know they are just they are just doubling down thro- you know they've been caught red-handed their man is clearly has his fingers in the cookie jar clearly under the influence of the chinese clearly implicates his father so what do you do you just lie so, so Jim McGovern and Jamie Raskin could probably both pass lie detector tests <laughs> because they're basically Marxists, <laughs> and they believe they are telling the truth because this will serve the revolution. It has no bearing on reality. no, no. There's no substance behind it, but to them it's revolutionary truth because these are Marxists defending their socialist government against, against the MAGA movement. I think the Democrats, that's why some Democrats voted for this mm-hmm. because I think they'll be quite happy to get rid of Joe Biden right. so they can parachute Gavin Newsom and they don't really want to go into the next election with Joe Biden there right. so, so I don't think they'll be altogether sad if, if Joe Biden goes but they still don't want the damage to, to go beyond okay. Biden, they don't want to reflect on their party so I do think I think they should go forward with
0: this. Uh, But you think the damage hits more of the uh, the Democrat Party and you think the Republicans don't get uh, wounded badly from this, publicly, obviously, coming into it? No, no,
1: I don't. No, I, I don't. I think the the mood of the public, they even most Democrats understand that Joe Biden Well, Trump. sure. But frankly, if they took Majorchis and Ray with them or something, you'd have a three
0: for one deal. We'd be, you know, people would applaud that <laughs> probably. You and I touched on that before. All right. So they've left for the holiday. The House has now. The Senate says they're coming back next week uh schumer says that at least uh but now we've got the funding ukraine no funding there of course israel no funding there but the main thing is the republic is saying no we need the border now it's on principle you need to do something with the border biden again has been put in a corner uh what do you think about this what happens
1: look i don't think biden is that upset about this because really biden wants ukraine to fail um, and he wants the borders open, so he's really going to. I think he's going to call the Republicans bluff on this. And this, is, this is. And, and as you know, I'm very pro Ukraine, uh, which is not a, a usual position in the conservative movement right now. Right. But um, my my view is Ukraine has been attacked by the same enemy that Israel is. That is Russia and Iran. And if Ukraine falls, we are going to have um nato up against russian forces on in poland and germany and we're going to have the biggest disaster we have ever seen so so it's but biden you know biden's not helping ukraine biden's doing the same thing he is to israel you know he he told putin a limited incursion into ukraine would not warrant an american response He is deliberately keeping the supply of American oil low, which is keeping the price of world oil high, which is what Putin is using to fund his uh, to to fund his war. And he's also, according to congressional reports, um, is doing secret back deal, back uh, backroom talks with Biden with with Putin, leaving Ukraine out of it. Hmm. So. Biden wants Ukraine to fail in election year, so he can blame the Republicans for the massive disaster. And unfortunately, the Republicans are walking straight into a massive trap here. Wow, they're gonna see they're going if Ukraine falls, we're gonna see World War Three, mass slaughter, total disaster, hmm. and the Republicans are gonna get blamed for not funding Ukraine, well, even though Biden has has hmm. has been so slow and so slow walked everything right, possible. Right. well that'll play. surely
0: play to uh, the big news here you and i started talking about here and uh, let's bring this to a drum roll moment in our final story uh trevor and that is with the supreme court so it was uh i think it was about monday this of this past early week here uh jack smith uh the special counsel there asked the supreme court to leapfrog over the lower court and uh, directly resolve an appeal that was uh, filed by the Trump attorneys. Trump had asked the appellate court to declare him immune from prosecution in the D.C. criminal case, as you know, over the alleged attempts and this all about the 2020 election, of course. Now, the Supreme Court uh, moved quickly, and which shocked a lot of people. Like that was like lightning speed. Usually these things take quite some time to get in this position. But they jumped to order with special counsel Jack Smith's uh, request uh, to get this legal thing in process right now and to reach a resolution. Uh, and uh, so, the, the, so the high court got back within a day. Uh, Gene Rossi, a former prosecutor there in the Eastern District of Virginia, says this is a bad omen for Trump. My sense is that members of the Supreme Court are saying to themselves, we cannot wait. This has to happen soon. And uh, the United States recognizes this is an extraordinary request, Jack Smith says. Uh, It's an extraordinary case that needs to be looked at now. So what do you think uh, happens here with this? Uh, we talked about the Supreme Court weighing in on all this. It appears that uh, something's going to give now. Uh, is
1: this, uh, what's your gut feeling about? Is this for, against Trump? What do you think they go? Yeah, my gut feeling is not good. You know, the Supreme Court was very reluctant to take on any cases to do with the election. Yeah. You know, which, which, were as, which were hugely of interest to the public. But they wouldn't even hear those cases. But now they're basically accelerating this. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I I'm not, uh, I'm not too happy about it. You know, put it that way. I, I am a bit nervous about the result of this because, um, because of the acceleration of it. That they that's
0: exactly out. it. They're they're accelerating it, and, and actually, um, the the Chuck and the judge there uh, has been uh, threatening. Um, uh, Trump, if he doesn't stop the gag with the, these gag orders and all of that, if it doesn't stop the talking, what have you? She actually threatened, by the way. Uh, she reports that it, that she'll push it forward. In other words, she's calling the the Trump attorneys and Trump, dear, if you keep doing this stuff, I'm going to push it forward. So they're really she's aggressive, and I think we already know how she's going to rule on all this stuff. I, nobody has a good feeling about her. Uh, it's not a good setup then again we you and i've talked prior of this does he escape final analysis here does he escape this uh or in 20 uh 24 here this election or uh again it's a race to the white house isn't it now you know
1: well well put it this way i'm very glad that ron DeSantis is still in the race yeah you've said that
0: you've said that yeah you've said because, that. Right
1: because we need we need a plan b here you're not a Nikki healy uh, a, a guy huh no, well, look, look. I, I like Nikki Haley in a lot of things, but no, I think uh, I think DeSantis would be would be better. And yeah, uh, you know, Trump's by far the front runner. But look, look, we have not seen yet how far the Democrats will go to stop him, and we we need a Plan B. Simple right, as right.
0: that. Well, Trevor, it's been an incredible year here in uh, twenty twenty three as we ramp up for this new year. i uh, to we'll take a moment to thank you, my brother, for. Uh, your commitment to the truth, to the outlaw truth, you're you're always uh, on the front lines of this and your truth. And you know the thing about you and a lot of the stuff you just shared with listeners now. I mean, uh, you cut to the truth, and the which we, I mean, we really appreciate it because a lot of people in this business they just go with the political winds, the way they're blowing. Like you say, when you go against the grain, sometimes. So really respect your. Uh, uh analysis and your uh and and uh look forward to the new year brother with you thank you and and merry christmas
1: Uh, always enjoy our conversations and malcolm and uh i hope i hope our listeners do as well i wish them all the the best through the new year and get ready for the big one just we're all going to be involved in next year yeah that is
0: exactly it uh my friends, my fellow Americans, that is one of the best voices, I think, uh, Trevor Loudon out there. TrevorLoudon.com is, uh, do support his, uh, his books are in the America Out Loud bookstore. In fact, uh, he's, he's just terrific. He's marvelous. So please check out the work that Trevor's doing, his books and his films and the things that, He is so passionate about and bringing the truth uh to the world Uh, it's important we do that now everything is back at americoroutloud.news uh looking forward to the new platform new site in 2024 uh so let's take a pause now and got a very interesting segment coming up on uh, a, a lot of this abuse in the church but this abuse in the universities Uh, what's going on with all this propaganda with the left and the students and a whole lot here with a very interesting gentleman. Stay right there. More Viewpoint in just a moment. The America Out Loud talk radio app is on Android or Apple. It's the perfect way to listen in to the new generation of talk shows and hosts who are ready to inform and inspire. Get heart healthy. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD for 25% off.
2: Millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of the toxic spike protein. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed their spike support formula to counteract harmful spike protein from COVID-19 and vaccines so you can feel your best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for
0: 25% off your first order. Cofix RX Nasal Solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with Povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. If staying healthy is important, you'll want to make sure to add throat spray to your next order of Cofix RX. For a limited time and exclusive for America OutLoud listeners only, you can save 25% off your entire order. Let's double down against colds, flus, strep, RSV, HRV, COVID, and more. Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25. Welcome back to Viewpoint this Sunday. It is indeed Malcolm Out Loud here and always a privilege to be with you, my fellow Americans. Thank you for joining the broadcast here to all these beautiful people around the world this blue marble and the universe of universes, as I say all the time, and what a time to recognize the universe of universes at this magical time of year. We take a moment and wish everybody just a joyous season. Merry Christmas, happy Hanukkah, happy holidays, and wish everyone the very, very best as we move forward, as we close another year. And you know, as I say, God willing, we get a chance to do it all over again in 2024. And maybe this time we'll get it right, uh, potentially, as I suggest. But I love this time of year, actually. I love the fact that we 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 do get to do it all over again, that God blesses us with that opportunity again to live and, and be counted. You know, we've been seeing these protests. We've been seeing what's happening in the universities. Many of our hosts, our writers, have been fairly outspoken about this Uh This propaganda and what the universities have doing, which has really been an extension of the indoctrination that we've been uh, speaking about for for a long time now. We see it in the the full light of day now uh, and how messy it is and how disgusting it is uh, that anybody would support a a terrorist, murderers, uh, genocide and the worst possible uh, uh, situation. Uh, And that's what's happening on America's universities here. Joining me on the broadcast, the pastor Jeff Crippen is here. 40 years he's been uh, at the pulpit and, uh, he. but you know what's interesting about uh, Jeff? He was a police officer prior to that. What a jump, what a career change that was, Jeff. Uh, he did that for over deck, about 14 years to say, prior to that, and then became a, a pastor. Boy, with those lifestyles, you've probably seen it all at this point. Uh, so welcome to the broadcaster. Thank you, Malcolm. I'm glad to be here. So let's let's touch on what you see is going on with these universities. Is any of this shocking to you, uh, or did you see this coming? Uh, I mean, a lot of people. It's pretty outrageous what they're seeing and the the protests. What's going on on American America's campuses and our schools of higher learning, as we call them?
2: Huh. Well, as you well, they are schools of higher learning, but the the higher really means lower out of the out of the pit. Um, What's happened is, and it's it's been happening for decades. But as you say, the universities have become really, uh, with few exceptions, propaganda machines for the left or wokeism or whatever you want to call it. I I refer to it as as godlessness. And and now <clears throat> it's been in the news because of the situation in Israel and so forth, and some of the. A lot of the anti anti-Semitism that's there has been exposed and coming out into the uh, the open. But the the problem with our universities is, and really the, the whole public education system. But the universities' problem is much deeper than just anti-Semitism. That's one uh, fruit of it. But as a as a Christian pastor. I've been telling parents for some time now to stop sending their children, as we say, off to college uh, indiscriminately. There are some <clears throat> options, viable options, I think, of Hillsdale and, and and so on. But almost inevitably, if if you uh, send a a young person off to a state university. Ivy League school or any, any of those kinds of things, probably I'd, I'd say the majority of them, they're going to be entered into a brainwashing uh, propaganda machine, and they're going to so often, if not normally, emerge as uh, having embraced that, that leftist stuff, that anti-Christian, anti american and godless view and as i said uh it was going on 50 years ago right and sooner than that when i was a, a student in in the university you've seen it then uh, too as well yeah oh yeah i i can remember as a freshman being in a philosophy class that you know the 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 humanist uh, section the the humanities there's the danger of it uh, but it's even in the sciences now of course but I can remember uh, I just happened to mention the Bible I was a Christian then too and I mentioned the Bible as an authority for something and and I was just mocked by yeah. that yeah professor so it's been going on for a long time well you
0: know jeff uh, a lot of it you're to your point uh, with these uh, young people the indoctrination the brainwashing uh, it really is a thing it's a thing everywhere it's not just for the uh, terrorist groups in the middle east who use this sort of technique it's people right here it's used all over the world uh you you keep telling people something and they believe it and a perfect case of that, uh, my daughter, uh, my daughter and son are in college now, but my daughter, who's going to a, uh, again, I say it's a liberal arts school. Uh she's, uh, I, mean, uh, I mean, let's just put it right out there with you, Jeff. Both of them were big Trump, are big Trump supporters. They're both conservatives and they're thinking, they, it's funny, they liked uh, the Trump policies and programs before I picked up on them back in 2014, 2015, as young people, they just loved what he was talking about in his message. And they became huge supporters of his. Uh, what I'm suggesting is with a strong um, home um system here uh that maybe some people don't have if they've not been able to get to her or him for that matter they're well planted in their views and their thoughts so there is hope for that is what i'm suggesting jeff there is there is hope for that but uh, not everybody has that home life though do they buddy
2: no and and that's what's vital here is that um now on the one hand in in that regard yeah. i've had parents uh, members of our church and so forth their children are getting ready to go to college and and i'll caution them about this and they'll 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 be overconfident and they'll come back and say oh my child is uh, strong spiritually they have discernment they'll just stand firm and many times that hasn't happened but what you're speaking to and, and addressing there is the importance of that foundation in, in the family. The, and, and really, especially for, for Christians and right. uh, Christian people, why we should not be have an excuse to be ignorant of these things. Uh, here's, a, here's just a, a passage from the Old Testament book of Deuteronomy, for example, and it's uh, Deuteronomy chapter 4. What great nation is there that has statutes and rules so righteous as all this law? that I set before you today, only take care, keep your soul diligently, lest you forget the things that your eyes have seen, and lest they depart from your heart all the days of your life. And then Moses goes on here, make them known to your children, and your children's children, how on the day that you stood before the mountain, and and the Lord your God, the Lord said to me, gather the people to me, that I may let them hear my words, so that they may learn to fear me all the days that they live on the earth, and that they may teach their children so. And that's just one of many, many passages in the Bible, which we believe is is the Word of God. And of course, that is the, the Old Testament is the scriptures of the Jewish people then as well. But that So often that's not happening, The children are not being...
0: No, I agree. Yeah, yeah. And you see it out there. Uh, But again, uh, with a strong home life, you can fight back against some of this. And I I think we agree on that. Now, um, Pastor Jeff, you wrote uh, this incredible book, The Unholy Charade, Unmasking the Domestic uh, Abuser in the Church. And this is something I know we will talk about more in the future, to be sure. But in the short time we have her on Viewpoint, I I wanted to touch on that. You know, I wanted to tell you that I've always been very passionate and pushing back against this kind of injustice and the injustice in the church and the pedophilia and the abuse to uh, these young people. um, We've seen it in our own personal family, uh, which I can't get into any more details, but in my wife's family, uh, the, the, we know this happened and it was, it was a thing through the church. So we, we, this is very close to home here, this argument and discussion, frankly. But, you know, I've been very outspoken about that church in that way, uh, that it is so unright and unjust the way they ask these people to live, and then we see what they do to these young people. But it's no different than, as I was telling you when we talked the other day on the phone, Jeff, it's even what happens to the Boy Scouts of America. You can't use these groups and organizations to babysit your children is the big thing. You have to be in focus and have control of your children. Too many people leave them to be babysat by the Boy Scouts or the Catholic Church. I would say no way, no how you need to know what your kids are doing where they're at and be total responsibility or you're taking matters into someone else's hands and anything could happen what do you say to that
2: well absolutely it's it's absolutely true you can't assume um you know one of the tactics uh of of uh what i call abusers and and there's Different kinds, but but one of the tactics, of course, what they're after always, always, always is power and control. And so, what they want to do is look for areas mm-hmm. that they can uh, infiltrate, yeah. and where and they're obviously they're going to pick some kind of an entity that they perceive to be quite naive. And and these evil people are extremely adept at. Uh, disguising themselves, yeah. you know. Repeatedly, you'll you'll see it on the news. You know, yeah. some guy uh, does some horrendous thing, some pedophile or something, and gets caught finally after how how many cases of it, and and uh, and the neighbors and people that knew him, or even. If he's in the church, fellow church members, I can't believe it. There is just no way that that guy could do that. The guy that I know, that's not, well, that's exactly it. Yeah.
0: yeah. I just wonder here, this is going to be out there now, what I put out there, but it, it just dawns on me here a bit here, you know, The way, let me just say, the way the Catholic Church was set up. uh, Now, again, I'm not trying to be overly, well, I guess I am judging a little bit here, but based on those policies and things they're doing. Listen, I was raised up as a a Protestant boy, so I've not personally never been a Catholic specifically there, but that religion itself the way the uh, priests don't they're not allowed to engage they're not allowed to have a relationship what have you so what do they do well they're human beings they're going to have relationships with somebody and they're going after the the, the least the most vulnerable rather uh, the kids you know and that's what's happening here you know the, this church in my view jeff was always set up to fail with their policies and a lot of i could get into them litany step by step but not now but, you know, I just wonder, could, and even like the Boy Scouts of America, is it possible these organizations and groups, back to being camouflaged and incognito, is there potential that these groups are for the, per- I don't know, could they be for the purpose of evil? Is that possible at all, and that this is another uh, show? I mean, am I speaking wrong here, or is there a possibility of that?
2: Well, certainly in regard to the Catholic Church, and, and of course, in, in our day, we see examples of it in in so many Protestant churches as well. But the Catholic Church, from from the very beginning, I say the beginning, you know, it happened gradually over time. The the various leaders of the Church, the bishops of the Church way back in the third, fourth centuries, they would get together. But then here comes the Bishop of Rome, the capital city. So this guy, Starts to be elevated above the rest, and 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 he loves it, and and that's how the pope came about. That's how this thing developed, and you have all this authority then resting in the pope, and rather than the Bible being the fundamental authority for the church as well, it becomes the pope. If he, if the pope speaks ex cathedra, you know it's it's authoritative. That that's the word of God. He's the vicar of Christ. Well, all right, of right. that. Right. is absolutely in in contradiction to what See
0: the Bible, this is why a lot of people get upset and pushed back against organized religion to be frank with you pastor Jeff that's why they get upset because of what you just said and and it runs rampant throughout religion
2: absolutely you the, the fact of the matter is that uh and the bible's cl- clear on this the real church the real church that, that consists of people that really know Christ, then okay? yeah. that it's, it isn't big. It isn't always visible. It's often referred to in the Bible as a remnant. And anymore today, I mean, I know this is a general sweeping statement, but I, I, I look at what our culture has become in our society and the anti-Christian. Yeah. When I see a local church, for example, yeah. become a,
0: Big and certainly the
2: catholic church you know then I, my radar is going off There's well because it's wrong. greed
0: it's the greed factor and that plays into all of these things it is a human condition isn't it it's a it's a sure. bad deal uh pastor jeff we're right at the end here of the broadcast here but this is something i'd like to further with you a little bit more in the future i find this conversation very uh interesting uh exhilarating to you know and as you know full well Jeff, a lot of people don't want to talk about these things because they're very uncomfortable to talk about. Uh, uh, sincerely, I I like talking about them, frankly. I I love wearing my heart on my chest and just putting it out there. And let's let's discuss these points and see. But that's the way I look at these things. But uh, in any event, uh, Pastor Jeff Crippen, uh, wishing you the, the best and the joy of the season. Merry Christmas, uh, brother. And I uh, look forward to the new year with you and some Uh, Wonderful days ahead. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Malcolm. Okay. All right, my friends, um, we've got a a very interesting uh, piece coming up next. Uh, Dr. Peter Bregan is here, and this revolves into the uh, Dr. Robert Malone lawsuit and some uh, very uh, revealing news that has uh, just come up uh, in the last few days. The judge has ruled on this case. We'll have all of that just ahead here. Stay right there. More viewpoint in just a moment. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought. America news, delivering a message of truth, inspiration, and hope to the world. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. In the fight for liberty and justice for all, America Out Loud Talk Radio.
1: Spike proteins help viruses enter into your cells, disrupting your health and your well-being. Global Healing's Foreign Protein Cleanse detoxes your body of spike proteins, which allows your body to repair from within, supporting your immune and respiratory systems, and regulating your inflammatory response. Formulated by Dr. Edward Group and by Dr. Brian Artis, foreign protein cleanse targets and detoxes spike proteins in the body. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally.
3: I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital.
0: My
2: doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work.
0: welcome back to viewpoint this sunday and again happy holidays merry christmas happy hanukkah and wishing you all the joy of the season uh, my fellow americans and all of our beautiful people our friends around the world here uh wow what a year it has been and uh, looking forward to this new year i don't know about you but i'm excited about 2024 it's going to be a big year big year of news and we'll be with you every step of the way do join us on january 1st uh, 2024 at noontime uh, with a champagne launch a toast to the brand new website and platform of americaoutloud.news wow it's going to be uh, really excited about all the things that are happening here so a lot of changes coming up all for the better friends We've got a uh, a very interesting conversation to have next. And this is a story that many, many, many uh, friends have followed here. A lot of our listeners are very aware of this lawsuit that was filed from uh, Robert Malone. Uh, it was a $25 million defamation lawsuit, uh, uh, and it was against m- multiple people. We'll get into that in a moment here. But let me give you the uh, information. I'm going to bring on uh, Dr. Peter Bregan here in just a sec here. But uh, the big news is, as I just shared with you uh, before the break, There was a a decision made from Judge Norman K. Moon in the Virginia Western District of the federal court uh, just a few days ago. So this is pretty big news there. And I'm going to let Dr. Peter Bregan tell you what that news was in just a moment. But this was about that defamation lawsuit. And let me just say this gets into free speech. It gets into all kinds of things uh, and it gets into frivolous lawsuits and all that kind of stuff. So Dr. Peter Bregan, a uh, psychiatrist, psychotherapist, a world-renowned, uh, an amazing man who has fought the good fight throughout his life, to be sure. He's a dear friend and, uh, and a wonderful host, and uh, along with... Uh, his uh, amazing wife, uh, Ginger Bregan. They wrote the book there, the the, the book, uh, I say the book, <laughs> COVID 19 and the Global Predators, We All to Prey, of course, a landmark book uh, for a landmark day in our country. Dr. Peter Bregan, welcome to Viewpoint this Sunday, sir. Good morning.
3: Well, Malcolm, you have been a staunch friend through the attacks from Robert Malone and just in general, such a supporter of me and of Ginger. We're so grateful for your platform, America Out Loud. News, and we're so grateful for being on uh, America Out Loud Pulse. Ginger yeah. and I together, so yeah. Yeah. that's that's just been wonderful opportunities, and yeah. we love you. Um, well,
0: we love you back, brother. There's no there's no no limits to our love here uh, for you and Ginger, <laughs> uh, for sure. You're, you've been just tremendous in so many ways. It's such a joy for me to work with you, and uh, at this point of of our lives, and uh, we are blessed here. There's no doubt about it. All right, this uh, lawsuit now was incredible it was quite a moment i'm going to give the floor to you to give some i think it'd be good to start with some key dates and put things in in context for listeners to understand the gravity of this fight uh dr Bregan, go ahead please
3: well let me start with what you mentioned on december 11th uh just a short time ago um, judge moon um held hearings and um They didn't get into all the issues because the judge decided that um, there was no jurisdiction in Virginia for him, for Malone, or his attorney at the time, Biss, to have brought a lawsuit against the Breggans. And he really made clear that it was completely inappropriate from the start, and he just terminated the suit. So the suit is over as of December 11th. However... The judge had warned Malone on September 28th, which is a little bit more than two months uh, earlier, almost two and a half months earlier. He had said to Malone that he was throwing out Malone's suit against the Washington Post, but because the Post had so much money in comparison to him, he wasn't going to force Malone to pay back um, the uh, Washington Post, their lawyers' fees. So he's clearly drawing attention to the problem of frivolous suits, and he says that that Malone and his, uh, at the time we don't know whether we don't know whether he's in a coma or he died, but his his attorney Biss had brought frivolous suits before the court, and he warned that if Malone kept bringing. The Breggins suit, he footnotes the Breggins. It's really the Breggins and Jane, wonderful Jane Ruby. Um, he he said that if you, you continue to bring this suit, I may declare it frivolous and force you to pay back the Breggins and, and Jane Ruby. And um, Malone did not apparently heed the judge's warning. He did not stop the suit which is uh, really quite remarkable. And instead, he pursued the suit for over two months until December, two and a half months, until December 11th. And then the judge um, said, yeah, look, the suit doesn't shouldn't even be in the court. Then our attorneys followed up on Judge Moon's warning to Malone, and they said, Your Honor, we we want to have Malone pay the fees of our clients, the Breggins and Jane Ruby. Mm-hmm. And the judge said, well, given what you're saying today, um, I'm going to order Malone's attorney, new attorney, to um, explain why we shouldn't get paid, why he shouldn't be compelled to pay the Breggins and Ruby back all their expenses. That was a dramatic event. He put the onus on Malone to explain why he shouldn't. Uh, I don't think he mentioned his earlier warnings, but implicit in that were the word, earlier warnings about he might have to declare the suit frivolous and then, uh, right. so uh, and then get the money back to us. So that's where it stands right now. The case is over. There's approximately forty-five days it would take if they follow the uh, timeline. For Malone's lawyer, Malone himself, actually, what it's what it is, is to answer in court as to why he shouldn't pay us. Sure. And then we get a chance to respond to him. So out of this will come perhaps a judgment by the judge that the lawsuit was frivolous. He's already warned about it.
0: Mm-hmm. of course the judge judge moon in this case wasn't going to have it because yep. it ties up a lot of precious time peter in the courts and stuff and they don't like this nonsensical uh legal well, maneuver it,
3: it hurts people unnecessarily
1: totally now
3: we got involved with malone in or malone involved himself with us is more more like it in the beginning in all uh, late J- july and early august we published of 2022 now we're going back a ways right um, we we published a series of articles critical of malone's colleague i don't think we even mentioned malone in it Desmet um for uh writing about a mass formation um, which was basically blaming the people for becoming self-hypnotized. And that's how we get totalitarianism, not through the for even mentioning Hitler, not through the force of the Hitler, but through the self-hypnosis of the people. This was a new phenomenon. He discovered it. And furthermore, people who were critical of um, the elite for uh, for for oppressing the poor, or oppressing the people, really, um, were also suffering from a uh, a mass trauma transformation of some kind, a self hypnosis. So he was discrediting, you know, people like like us who were doing this kind of work, and everybody else who was doing the work of looking at what was behind the actual COVID nineteen. Abuses, which were very well organized. They meet every standard, I believe, of conspiracy and uh, even of uh, mass murder. uh, When you look at the number of people killed by the by the policies and the vaccines, um, not by the virus itself. But anyway, we were then and then Malone called us very angry, defending Desmet, uh, Matthias Desmet. Um, and he himself had been using Matthias Desmond's work to create the term, as far as I know, I mean, I don't know anybody else who created that mass psychosis term
0: it became a real thing yeah
3: and it yeah. became a big deal and matthias was even embarrassed by it we have clips on our website bregan.com where matthias is saying to malone sort of jokingly well you know i don't call it psychosis as a clinician that might be unethical but i don't do that but it sure has made us famous he says
0: well we also got a lot of pressure there when uh, you know you were writing many of your stories uh there we had pressure come in from uh, uh i think it's fair for me to say peter but uh, uh yeah. from um uh, dr malone himself and his wife and others were contacting us through channels uh trying to get us to stop all of this which to me was uh free speech and free press and there was no defamation going on anywhere that i could see uh and uh whatever that was about but we there was a lot of pressure coming i mean from different groups including the wife who sent us a very well very nasty message frankly
3: yeah they do that and they do it a lot now what they did with me i went on after that and instead of shutting up i i just started discussing malone himself and his psychosis and how dangerous it was to say basically if, I, if you follow desmit that the people who are critical of uh the elite critical of uh, the organized uh, attack on on the world during COVID nineteen and on America that we basically had a mass psychosis. That would be the deduction from the way uh, the way he was framing it, and uh, we were very critical of that. But but in, in my usual way, very very direct about it. And then um, after threatening me with a lawsuit on the phone, first time I ever talked to Malone, we had invited him on a show before he, we knew a lot about him and he'd never come on, which which is kind of litmus test for us about where people stand if they're not willing to come on with us. But um, Malone... Um, Uh, after attacking me and then impulsively the same day writing a uh, substack about it which he later took took the phone call attacking me out of but confirming the time and the date of the of it we have a copy of it Uh, then he sent me a demand letter through his lawyer telling me to cease and desist to stop uh, criticizing him. And he called it defamation. And I never have defamed anybody in my life. I've never been accused of defaming anybody. No one's ever brought a suit against me. I once brought a suit against somebody who did defame me. Mm-hmm. And we where the suit was a big settlement in our favor. But I've never. That was way, way back. Somebody was calling me names in the, in the press. Mm-hmm. But um then uh, we refused. And apparently every, Malone has bragged that when he sends people demand letters, they stop. Well, we we weren't going to stop talking. Well, he didn't so realize he was, he was going us. up
0: against Dr. Peter Bregan, did he? I yeah.
3: do want to say that I think the final thing that Malone, he told a friend, the final reason he sued us mm-hmm. was because we uh, did a paper, we did one of our reports on America Out Loud that disclosed that Malone had been attacking, been attacking almost every leader in our movement, not just me, he'd been attacking Malone very heavily, he'd been attacking McCullough very heavily, he'd been attacking uh, the um, wonderful Yale professor, Harvey, Reich. Harvey, Harvey, Harvey He'd been attacking. We had at least about a dozen people that he he was attacking. He was including a whole corporation that was in, in potential competition with him as yeah. a health provider. So th- this is that. That's when he told a friend, "Now I now I really got to bring the suit." And that's that's it was like October sixth well, of last year, and October thirtieth he brought the suit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, listen, uh, I want a, a big congratulations on the victory. To me, it's a victory for a real free speech, uh, Peter, is what I'm thinking it is, uh, in the fact that uh, it, it showcased the truth in this case. And uh, it leaves me uh, very pleased to see this uh, end the way it ended Um uh, Maybe some more good news is coming on it. We'll see. Yeah, but well, uh,
3: I want to thank you. I'm going to interrupt you to thank you, Malcolm, so I'm get sure on the tape. You stood up for us as nobody else did at that point. And you told basically Malone and his wife when they're they even put your name on the lawsuit in the beginning which was so ridiculous they didn't even have your address they had no they didn't the only reason they their reason for putting you on the lawsuit was that um I I I was working with you or something. intimidation intimidation yeah and and you stood firm you didn't even hit Peter I have to take your stuff down, or would you would you slow down criticizing? Right, well, right. you did nothing to interfere with my free speech, and that was Thank you, under attack and threat of a lawsuit. And yeah. bless you for that. You're you're a sterling. Man, yes, you thank you, you so just... much
0: for that, my brother. Uh, there were certainly some people forcing us and requesting to take it down, but uh, you know, I really do believe uh, we have the right to say these things, Peter. And uh, I, I America out loud stands for free speech, it, it stands for these diverse thoughts and opinions. And all you really were was debating the substance of the argument. Uh, that's using facts and data to do that. It was nothing personal against anybody particularly. Uh, so it was clear what you were doing uh, to me. And I thought it was a very fascinating conversation, quite frankly, the whole psychosis thing. And people were very engaged in it. frankly, is the end uh, thought. So uh,
3: Well, and Malone still pushes it. So there's yeah. some big reason. Yeah, and uh, that he is in this sense defending the yeah. establishment and the elite yeah. by really trying to say the people bring it on themselves yeah.
0: thank you my friend for uh, uh, uh revealing the uh, wonderful beautiful conversation here on viewpoint this sunday and i'm glad we we got this in in 2023 just before we turned the wires of the new year yeah. <laughs> yes. uh so thank you so much and um Okay, my fellow Americans, that is it for 2023. On to the new year and all the new happenings. Again, we'll join us next uh, weekend uh, for the Christmas classics. I'm wishing you the the most joyous time of the year for sure. Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Holidays. God bless you all. Thank you for joining me on the mission. Thank you. It's time to get involved and get loud, America.